drink your water or else you're going to be dehydrated. Monday, June 27th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you guys are doing well. And uh, yeah, the uh, temperature has spiked quite a bit here in Beijing, China. Um, and it's actually not so much the temperature, as the temperature can't get above 38 or 39. At 40 degrees Celsius, the uh, people are no longer allowed to work out uh, work uh, outside anymore, like the labor has to stop. So the temperature never actually goes above 39, uh, at least according to the uh, temperatures, uh, published temperatures. Uh, but with that uh, temperature this it's been like over 30 for the last couple of days 30 celsius the humidity has spiked and i'll tell you getting up to get going for today's workout it was brutal i didn't get to my run until seven o'clock this morning and that's because uh, like my alarm went off at six or five fifty, but i just couldn't get up it, i was I'm like whoa i didn't drink that much yesterday like two beers shared <laughs> that i mean that was it but it did. It, there was a downpour last night. There was supposed to be a huge storm. Uh, uh, there was a huge storm. It was supposed to happen earlier, but it didn't happen until uh, during the night. I guess when the temperatures cooled off. Uh, so everything was soaked this morning, uh, at least for an hour or so. But uh, yeah, getting up, you, you could feel the temperature difference in the apartment. Like I sleep with the windows open usually because it's, you, you, you just can't otherwise. And as soon as you opened it even more, you could just feel the the cool air rush in and the hot air rush out. It was like, whoosh, wow, wow. But uh, yeah, good luck trying to moderate that unless you live in some sort of sealed apartment uh, wherein you could run an air conditioner to condition the air to a, an appropriate level. Like, I don't know. Um, I, I'm part of these... Um, uh, garage sale groups here in Beijing and some of them have some nice air purifiers that cost several tens of like a couple thousand dollars or something like that uh, and or a couple hundred dollars at least and if they have those I kind of wonder I'm like well what kind of apartments are you living in are you able to like live with air conditioning too because I know in Canada I mean we would turn on the air conditioner but then if we did you shut all the windows and the doors, everything. Like you weren't allowed, as a kid, I remember this, we weren't, if you turn on the air conditioner and the upstairs window was on, you'd get uh, a reaming. I mean, it was, it was like, how do you not understand how this works? Why are you wasting money and energy sort of thing, right? Uh, so we had to be uh, uh, sort of uh, diligent in that matter. Whereas here in China, it's like, uh, I, I, I know other people have air conditioners, uh, I hear them, um, and I know outside, if you walk outside, most days you can, it feels as if it's raining, but it's not, because it's the air conditioners, the condensation from the air conditioners that's dropping off of the, uh, uh, from the buildings. I don't run my air conditioner, it's not worth it, I did it one time, uh, one summer, and it was just, it was expensive, and it basically made me feel lightheaded every time I, I, uh, left the apartment, so now, instead, I just leave the windows open and I have some fans that sort of moderate airflow within the apartment and I've, I've complained about this before uh, but one of the, the big changes that happened in my apartment area in the last couple of years like this used to be fine uh, up until like 
middle of 2020 when the school opened and that generator started. So this is what my big issue was with this generator that the school had opened and this generator that's always going, but it hasn't been going lately. So I, I almost, I almost, I almost feel bad. Like, did I, did I get what I asked for? <laughs> the school is kind of not there anymore. It is still there. I saw the teachers go back today. And uh, I was actually wondering if maybe uh, the reason why I haven't heard the generator is because they haven't been able to have classes. But then uh, I see some of the news articles flying through my feed today. And it looks like not just Shanghai, but Beijing uh, schools and everything are uh, reopening. Uh, classes are starting again, uh, like for the tail end of the, uh, the semester, I guess, tail end of the school year. I know the uh, middle school kids are writing their Zhongkao, so their uh, high school entrance examination. Um, yeah, China has, you're always fighting an entrance examination. You, from elementary, you go into middle school. From middle school, you go into high school. High school, you go into university. And each step along the way, you get to write a standardized test that determines what type of place you're going to next. And if it ain't good, well, tough luck, I guess, right? Uh, so that the, the Zhongkao was going on uh, at the moment. Um, but yeah, so I'm not sure if other people are running their air conditioners through this apart uh, through this uh, this heat. I know the the general consensus is that Beijing is really hot and humid throughout the summer, and you just kind of suffer through it. I mean, you're you're sticky all the time, you're sweating all the time. You wake up, you breathe, you go to sleep, you breathe, and you're you're sweating. Uh, so it's it's quite intense. But at the same time, hey, I guess it's better than the windy cold. Of the, win uh, of the winter, um, but yeah, I mean, you're opening up these windows here in Beijing, and you have that, oh, that fresh air, and for those of you living in Beijing, you know the fresh air I'm talking about, <laughs> uh, it's not that fresh, let's put it that way, but yeah, we did have a, uh, our, sort of our first big thunderstorm over the weekend, which was, uh, uh, I guess this is the beginning of the rainy season here in uh, northern part of China and Beijing, um, there's always a bunch of floods that happen. Qingdao had a, uh, a flood. Uh, there's another place outside of the city that had a flood. Uh, and yeah, it's always kind of, you're going to see some really crazy news stories come out. How about, you know, cars are floating away and people are flowing away and everything. And, uh, houses or, or apartments are being flooded in. It's like, good thing I live on the 11th floor. Although I, I, I can't be that cocky because, you know, if these things get flooded, and then, like, the the bottom portion, like, if that water goes to, you know, disturbs the foundation of my apartment. I know, don't laugh. But, you know, if something were to happen, I'm on the 11th. How does an apartment fall, apartment block fall? I don't know. I don't want to find out. I really don't. And given that all of these apartment blocks are built in the same way, <laughs> they're all going to fall in the same way, aren't they? I, I mean, <sighs> yeah, so let's hope... Uh, that let's hope that doesn't happen how's that right um all that being said yes yeah, so it's humid uh definitely drink your water getting out uh, this morning was a bit uh difficult uh, i was wondering actually why is it that the humidity um affects us and it, apparently it's not just the heat uh so there's a combination of things that sort of happen uh, I, was, I was looking this up this morning when i was debating whether or not i really needed to go for my run I was like, why is it that I feel so lethargic during humid, um, 
uh, humidity, like when things are very humid, I'm like, I, am I, it's not cancer, is it? It's not HIV or anything. No, I mean, it's, I'm not dying, am I? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, did I eat something? No. I mean, did I sleep well? I guess I kind of did. Or, did I, you know, no bad dreams. I'm reading Stephen King, but I mean, that hasn't really been an issue. I mean, it's got to be the humidity that's causing me to be so lethargic, especially since I had two days off from my workouts. So the combination of facts is, uh, of the uh, sort of what happens is that it's not just the heat where you, you your body is trying to cool itself down, uh, but you're being dehydrated as a result of that. But then also the third one that I didn't really understand before was that the, the air is a lot more moist. And so your lungs have to work harder to you know take the oxygen out of it and put it into your system. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It's, it's almost... It's not like we're swimming, but it is. It approaches that level where the uh, like the air is denser, it's thicker, um, it has more water content in it, and so it's a little bit more difficult for our lungs to be able to get the same amount of oxygen in the same breath, and that helps contributes to making you feel lethargic. So there's a couple of reasons there uh, why uh, you might feel a little bit lethargic, a little lazy, not lazy, but you're just tired. You're like, why am I so tired? It's like, I'm not sick, am I? It's, it's not the virus, is it? Like, COVID's not getting me now, is it? No, no. It's not the vaccination, is it? No, it's just the humidity. Drink your water, put your ice cubes in there. I know my girlfriend is still drinking hot water when it's plus 30. I'm going, why? <laughs> like, doesn't China have like a seasonal approach to its uh, health and nutrition? I thought it did, but uh, no, she's not. So, same with the whole spicy food thing. That that actually kind of got me. I was like, I think I've mentioned this before, but why why is uh, some Chinese food still spicy even though it's you know these places are known to be extraordinarily hot during the summer? Sichuan, I'm looking at you. Chongqing, yep. I mean, why, why, why is it? Why do you use so many spices when your cities and regions for most times of the year are above 30 degrees celsius good question don't know and of course some people will say well you know it spurs your body to sweat and so you can cool down like that but sweating profusely doesn't make me feel cool it all of a sudden makes me feel very uh sort of self-conscious and it's like oh look at he went for a swim <laughs> no i was just eating a sichuan hot pot on a, a, a you know plus 35 day uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't typically eat hot pot. Hot pot is typically a, a winter dish, uh, although I do know some people who actually went out for hot pot this weekend, so um, go figure. Uh, but yeah, drink your water, uh, get your uh, uh, your electrolytes in. I have a, a, a bunch of these Schweppes carbonated waters. These things are so good. And yeah, I've, I, I have been drinking like Qingdao a little bit more. I've, I realize I'm not drinking Jing A anymore. I'm drinking Qingdao. Uh, like three cans, you know, you know, maybe two and a half, right? Like those two tall cans and one half can, right? Um, just because it's so, I'm going, wow, it's so hot. I mean, how much more water can I drink before it's just like, wow, all I'm doing is drinking water. And I'm, I mean, you're sweating all the time. So yeah, it's one of those times. But yeah, I was still able to get the, uh, the double workout in. It was a little bit... Uh, tough to get this morning's uh, workout going. Once I got going, though, it was a little bit easier. There weren't as many people out there this morning, uh, which is kind of funny, uh, given that 
I mean, the, the rain was pretty much over by the time I got out there at, at 7 o'clock. Uh, but the typical runners, uh, not even half of them showed up, I guess. Uh, maybe, no, I can't even say, oh, maybe they finished before I got out there. No, because it was downpouring until about 6 or so. And I doubt that they would have heard that and be like, all right, as soon as that last rate drop falls, I'm out there. No, I don't think so. Uh, but on top of that, I actually uh, I had to go to the PSB today to uh, pick up my passport, um, and I cycled out there, which gave me an extra 12 miles of uh, uh, cycling to do today, which was fine, but then, now I'm looking at myself and going, I think I got a sunburn, and I mean, I don't think it was the afternoon workout, I did go for a workout this afternoon at 3 o'clock or so, 2.30, but I wasn't, wasn't in the sun for that long during that workout, but the 30 minutes to and from the PSB, that seems to have, uh, well, reddened my skin a little bit. I'm looking at my hand here. Yep, that's definitely a um, a sunburn all along all along my forearms. So that means it was during a time when I was wearing a t-shirt, uh, and that would have been the the cycling this uh, this morning. So. But everything is all good there. Got uh, the passport, the visa, the residence. Everything is all settled in. Uh, so I am check certified, ready to go for another year in Beijing. Now, do I stay after? Good question. <laughs> we'll decide that in another year's time, I guess, right? But uh, even still looking ahead another year, because this actually does sort of strike a chord with me because... I have decided to go ahead with the HSK-5 uh, test in July. Um, if I do go out of Beijing, it, it won't be before that test. It'll be after, possibly. And then, but with that, that means I now have three weeks to prepare for this HSK-5 test, which means, yes, I mean, if you're keeping tally, I have not been talking about Chinese, studying Chinese at all lately. Uh, and that's because I haven't really looked at the books at all. But Given that I'm able to read, I am feeling confident. Like I'm, especially this this interview book that I have, it's making me feel a little bit more confident. If I get, I imagine if I'm able to um, just open the books and just kind of go through it in 15 to 20 minute chunks, two or three times a day, I think that would be better than trying to sit down and do it all at once. I think so. Um, so I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if this is at all possible. You know, when I do my morning workout, I get back here 20 minutes in the morning. Uh, I'm already thinking like that might not actually work because it's, it's a different mindset when you're going from a, like a, a physical workout into a mental workout like that. Like you, you do have to have a transition. I know people want, like to brag about their ability to, uh, to, uh, switch so quickly. And I go, I, I don't believe that. Like I've never been able to just switch from one um, task into the next that are so disparate. Like, I mean, physical exertion, you know, getting cleaned up and showering and stuff like that, and coffee, breakfast, and then getting to something as mentally taxing as studying another language. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. That being the case, um, given that I have no... It's actually not even three weeks. It's two weeks, isn't it? Because <laughs> July is on Friday... Canada Day is this Friday, and uh, it's 15 days after that. It was going to cost me 150 kwai to change the date. And I was like, well, I don't know if I want to do that. Because not only is it 150 kwai, I'm kind of going, 
is anything going to change by August? I don't know. Like, I might like to think I have more time in August, but it might just be more of me going, I'll do it later. So if I, if, big if, I know, if I just go ahead, start plugging away at these books, um, as it is, I wasn't able to uh, get a video done today because uh, basically I was working out all day. That's basically what I was doing. Um, but uh, with hitting those books, going through the, the grammar sections that are needed, uh, and just doing the questions, as I think I could go through them a lot faster than I was before. I am feeling a lot more comfortable in the language and use, using the language. Uh, so that being the case, I, oh, I guess I do hope I am ready for this exam because I mentioned I have the HSK books, I have the workbooks, and then I have this uh, HSK 5 test book um, that is very useful. So now do I go through all one by one, go through them one by one, or do I just start picking and choosing uh, some of the things and uh, working my way through them that way? The other thing that would be different from this test situation is that I have not ordered the HSK 6 books yet. And so talking about, you know, in a year's time, will I stay for another year? Well, given that it's taken me 18 months to get through these textbooks, uh, I mean, another 18 months from here, I go, wow, that's that's a long time in China. To be fair, I haven't been able to leave very easily lately. So, And if you did leave, you're pretty much gone. Uh, but uh, thinking ahead, could I, is it reasonable to expect myself to make my way through the HSK 6 books by next summer. That's another year. That's another long time of commitment. That's a lot more characters and words. And as far as I can tell, people who are at HSK 6, they're actually good at the language. I don't feel at all good at the language, to tell you the truth. <laughs> like, far from it. I know I've been doing this uh, language vlog, and I'm, I'm quite sure... I, I've received some compliments on them. Great, thank you. I appreciate it. But the amount of mistakes I feel myself making in those videos and the, the restricted vocabulary, I just go, wow, if this is HSK 5, which I used to hold on a pedestal. Now, let's just, I'm going to stop right there because I am not HSK 5 yet. I am not until I pass that test. So I might be deceiving myself in thinking that I am that level until I get those that report card back. And you can criticize the results of the test all you like. I don't care. But if I'm able to prove uh, proficiency at the HSK 5 level for a standardized test, I go, well, okay, that, that would be a good indication of at least what I'm able to get through in the language. But by no means do I feel that comfortable in the language. <laughs> Not at all. I don't know about you guys um, and girls out there, HSK 5ers, HSK 6ers. I, I know even some of the HSK 6ers are like, oh, my Chinese is terrible. I'm like, then if yours is terrible, what hope do I have? <laughs> I mean, like, it honestly sounds like if you're not born in the culture speaking the language from birth, you're just never going to measure up to any level of Chinese. Good question. Do I need to? Do I want to? I mean, I would... I, it, it'd be nice to get past the whole, oh, your Chinese is very good sort of compliment. I'm like, I know. Thank you. 
I've spent a lot of my time in China working on this language. And I know that there are podcasts. Uh, there's at least one podcast I came across that um, these high-level Chinese speakers were like, yep, I still get that compliment. <laughs> like the camera, oh, your Chinese is so good. I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I, have, a, I have a specialism in it. <laughs> you know, the uh, wife is Chinese. In-laws in Chinese are all Chinese, haven't been home in, you know, six years, you know, sort of thing. Like that sort of, uh, those people still get compliments on their uh, their Chinese abilities. So, uh, but there you go. So that's the challenge. That's what I'm thinking, of, uh, thinking ahead of. Uh, and uh, hopefully something, hopefully I'm able to do it. Right. But okay. So that's, that's it. That is the start of my week. Got the PSB done. It's hot as balls out there. Uh, and and other private areas uh, drink your water for sure and if you haven't noticed here in Beijing I'm not sure uh, Canada we don't have these very much but the cicadas are out there and with that I will leave this episode with the song of the cicadas so you guys are well have a great day and good week show notes tracks and vids up on my website stephenserski.com thanks for listening folks we will talk again bye bye <laughs>